Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Amy Brown here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survivor rate from 20% to more than 80%. But we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families will never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. Now, that peace of mind means so much. So join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope and text Bobby to 785-833. That's B-O-B-B-Y to 785-833. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Come on, Bobby. Transmitting across America. Turn it up. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Let's go. Welcome to Wednesday Show. Morning, studio. Morning. Amy is still at her house. She is still battling some sort of throat fungus. Oh. I've diagnosed it as that now. Throat <laughs> fungus. Yeah, yeah, gross. yeah. And it there's only one doctor gross. in the room. Oh, that's you? That's me. Dang. Honorary, yeah. but yeah. No, 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 but still doctor. <laughs> yeah, one doctor in the room. So Amy, if she sounds a little weird, uh, she is in her studio at home. Amy, how are you this morning? I'm doing okay. Obviously wish I was there, but here I am. Is the cough getting any better? Sounds about the same. Oh, Coughs man. are so hard to shake. We're almost yeah. just going to write Amy off for the whole week and she's just going to be at home. Because <laughs> oh, I don't want her to feel the pressure every day to be like, wake up in the morning. She's like, okay, let me test it. Because <clears throat> you, you have to like see... If it's still there. So, well, I've done a COVID test every morning in hopes that I could just come in, but you don't even want me bringing it in. Yeah, the, the fungus? No, yeah, I don't want you to throw fungus in here. No yeah. yeah. We're like good. COVID or no COVID, we'll, we'll we don't want that else. in here. Yeah. Uh, but Amy did get an email that she wanted to read. you want to start the show with that? Yes, we can. All right, go ahead. So this person wrote, I don't want to come off as rude, but I'm wondering why you're so mean when Lunchbox talks about being a celebrity. He isn't hurting anything by saying that. You always say if something makes you happy and it's not hurting anyone, then do it. Him thinking he's a celebrity isn't hurting anyone and it makes him happy. So why be such a bully to him? Okay, it's interesting. Um, I think if we did not push back on it, our listeners would go, you got a guy on your show that keeps calling himself a celebrity? (laughs) And you guys are just saying, yeah, yeah, you are. You are a celebrity. I think we'd get more negative reaction if we let him just say that because that would mean he thinks it and that we all think we are. 
And which we do. Which is not true. No. Which is not true no, at don't. all. We sign autographs. We take pictures with people. I mean, that's what celebrities do. I got to tell you. We make appearances. We get sign... yelled. We get screamed at from across the store. Like, you do? Lunchbox! And I mean, that's you just, your wife, bro. You act, like <laughs> you, act like you don't hear them sometimes. I don't really sign autographs. I'll sign books if I have a new book out because people like signed books. But no one comes up to me and just goes, hey, man, would you sign this football? Or would you sign this to <laughs> It just doesn't. Picture, sure. But the autograph thing doesn't really happen anymore. I mean, you're walking at the mall. Sometimes you got to go out the back exit because there's so many people. No, I mean, no, I go out the back exits because the cars back there. There was nowhere else to park, and I park <laughs> back there behind the cheesecake factory. Oh, don't tell people where you park. See, that's what I'm saying. People be oh. waiting at your car. I mean, that's why we are a celebrity. We are celebrities. We are, we have to own it. You have to live it. It's just a lifestyle, and we chose this life, and we have to deal with it. <laughs> okay. What's the hardest part about being a celebrity in your mind? Uh, always, you know. Just everybody's staring at you when you go in public. You can mm. feel eyes on you, and some people are too nervous or scared to come up and approach you, but they'll sit there and stare. Yeah. So it's weird to always have eyes on you. And what's the best part of being a celebrity? Man, the perks. Free stuff, getting in places like, oh, if there's a line, oh, you know, you come on up to the front because you're your you're lunchbox. Or When did that ever happen? Or recently, when did that happen? Oh, all the time. No, no, no. Recently, when does that happen? Well, let me tell you. One, oh, can boy, I tell you the best? He, he, just, said, he recently, just said recently. I want to reset. Then you can tell me the, the one time it happened. I mean, you go to a restaurant, it's a wait list. Oh, no, no, not oh, you go oh. to a restaurant. When recently has it happened? I went to a restaurant two weeks ago, and it was like, oh, 45-minute wait for my wife. And then I walk up, and they're like, Oh, actually, you know what? We can get you in about five minutes. And they clear a table. They whispered that to you. We'll yes. get you in. I mean, you, you want to hear the ultimate one? Do you, you guys wanna... believe his story? No, though? not I don't at all. Either. No. Okay, I don't think they whisper it either. Like, come here, sir. <laughs> Do you want to hear the ultimate one? Go ahead. So daycare here in, in this city, it is like a year and a half wait, right? And you got to pay money to get on wait lists. Mm -hmm. So you're basically never going to get into daycare. And I go to a daycare, and the girl is a huge fan. Huge fan, but she's like, yeah, I'm sorry. It's like a two-year wait. We get a call a month later. She goes, ah, you know, since I'm the director, I moved you to the top of the list. We got a spot for you. They said that? Yep. Wow. Why are Boom. you saying that right here? Boom. <laughs> On you, like that? you just made everyone fired. waiting for a daycare mad. <laughs> we didn't say which one. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> just in general. That's what celebrity gets you. <laughs> if I wasn't a celebrity, if I was just Jim in the accounting office down the street, pff, guess what? Still wouldn't have a daycare. Jake. But since I'm Lunchbox <laughs> yes. on the radio, yeah. world, Mr. Worldwide Famous, boom. Are you Pitbull now? And also he added famous so he wouldn't be Pitbull. <laughs> yep. Pitbull is Mr. Worldwide, but he goes, I'm Mr. Worldwide Famous, so it's different. Exactly. <laughs> it's like Lil Nas and, and, uh -huh. and Nas. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, well, we got an email should asking. I maybe, should I maybe not said that? You know, it is what it is at this point. It's out there. All right. Yeah. <laughs> maybe bleep that. Lunchbox gets a call. <laughs> yeah, that could be bad. <laughs> All right, time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. So I am roughly five months fresh out of divorce, and I did something the other day that I would like to know if you guys think it was a lame move or if it's an okay move. A girl that I've been in interested in on Instagram for a while from my hometown posted it was a birthday. Well, apparently some of her clients were asking her cash app name, to send her money as a gift. Well, she's an ER nurse and has a tanning side gig. She posted it for her tanning business, not her personal, and I DM'd her on Instagram and said, hey, is that really your cash app? She said, yeah. So I sent her 50 bucks. Happy birthday to you. You and your son should have a birthday lunch. Later, I was questioning whether or not I should have done that. What are your thoughts? Lame or okay? Do you think that 
helps or hurts my chances with her. Thank you. Longtime listener in Wichita. Let me think about this. I do like the fact that you included her son that was nice. in that. And that you didn't just find her cash app. You're, you didn't search her and find it out of nowhere. Because you can go to the, the little hourglass and type in her name probably. Just sending somebody money to pick them up though. And to fl- that's weird. That's a weird first flirt. I feel like he's on the radar now though. Absolutely. You know, and that's I didn't what he say needed. it was wrong. I just said it was weird. Okay. And again, I think because he also said for you and your son, I think that softens it a little bit. I'm going to go weird. I'm going to go slightly weird, but I don't think it kills your chances and could possibly help. But is it a little weird? Yes. You could have just said, hey, happy birthday. Would love to take you to, to lunch for your birthday if if that's okay with you. Like you could have done that. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Let me go to Morgan. Morgan, what, <laughs> what do you think about this? You're single. I was going to suggest exactly what you said because him just sending money feels a little uh, gross to me. Okay, you think gross? Yeah, like I'd be like, oh, he, he's paying me to do something. Okay. It feels weird to me. So, yes, had he just been like, happy birthday, I'd love to take you out sometime, would feel more natural and I'd be more inclined to do that than if he just paid me $50. Do you think it softens it or makes it a little less weird that he was like, hey, take you and your son to lunch? Yes, it's not as like grimy and, and creepy, but <laughs> it's still it's still a little bit where I'm like, oh, somebody just like paid me for my they birthday. They didn't pay you. They gifted you $50. Yeah, they still just gave you money. Yeah, yeah and you don't know him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's in, from Instagram. It's like... I, the way she's using the word pay, though. I mean, he didn't, he didn't pay anything. <laughs> but I think that's why it feels kind of gross. And, and yeah. I guess he feels gross, too, a little bit, because he's, he's right. You're asking in. us. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to say to you, longtime listener in Wichita. You should follow this up with a not-so-weird or grimy move. Yeah. It's like, hey, can we in person do something? Because otherwise you just look like a guy on the internet that's like somewhat stalking and sending cash. Yes, exactly. You, you got to follow up with something that makes you a little bit more friendly. Should and he I, reference the gift at all or just let this one go? Like, should he say like, hey. Oh, this ship, it's, it's, it's sailed out there. <laughs> let that boat stay out there. You're okay, but I would follow it up. Otherwise, you're going to be the creepy guy on the internet that just sends money. Mm-hmm. It's basically OnlyFans. That you, but you're not getting anything for it, you know? It was a gift. <laughs> yeah. Guys. Still, a weird gift. <laughs> All right, so go get it. Follow up on this. You can do it. Thank you for the email. All right, close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Here's a voicemail from Abby in San Antonio. I just kind of have like a roundtable question for everybody. Um, I recently got back into serving and I was curious whether you all ever take notice to when your waiter or waitress writes like a thank you or have a good day on the top of their on the top of your check and whether it made you want to tip more or whether you didn't care or if you even even crossed your mind. It's a great question. It does not affect me if they just write thank you. If they write thank you, Bobby and Caitlin, and we had a conversation and oftentimes we do, like if it's a personalized note then I will have a more positive feeling about the interaction, which will probably lead me to tip more, but I'm already a really good tipper anyway because I wait at tables forever. But I do think some personalization does matter to me. So yes, but not just a random thank you because I imagine there's 10 back there's right thank you on all of them. You know? Yeah. So I'm going to go... Yes, if personalized. Amy, what about you? A happy face will do it for me. That's it. Amy, do you feel like they do that just for you in your heart? No, I'm sure they do it to a lot of people, and I'm okay with that. I just feel like they're going a little extra mile 
to make sure and put a happy face. And you know what? Then when I'm filling out the tip, I like to write to them, thank you, or oh, do no. a happy face uh, back. Oh, Amy's doing a message in a bottle to the waiter, <laughs> sending notes back and forth. Uh, okay, yeah. so you tip a little more or you just feel better about it? Hey, I might throw in an extra dollar. Okay, so um, mm. slight. Slight. She might go slight. <laughs> Eddie, it doesn't affect you. No, it makes me happy, but I don't tip more. I like the smiley face. When I was younger, I thought they'd be, they were hitting on me. Now that I'm older and I see the smiley face, they're not hitting on me. They just do that to everyone. But it makes me feel good. When you were younger, like oh, when last I, year? No, no, no. When I was like 20, like 19, 20, I'm like, oh, she likes me. No, 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 she doesn't. Lunchbox? No, if you want me to tip you more, give me something free. Like, throw in a couple desserts, throw me in a milkshake, something like that, and okay, then maybe you're going to get a bigger tip. But then maybe. (laughs) Yeah, but writing a little note on a, thank you. No, how about you be better at your service, and I'll tip you more. But that's not true. They could come out and crush. No, if they crushed, I do, I give them 20. But you don't, right, but you don't tip them more. You just give them the expectation of good service. Correct. But if they give me, let's say they come over and they're like, hey, you know what? I gave you that spaghetti for free. I'm like, you know what? That's an extra (laughs) Why would they do that? Yeah, but will you tip them the end? 90% 90% of what you would have paid for the spaghetti. No. no. Why would I pay him 90% of the spaghetti? Because you just you got, got it for free, free, so it's even yeah, less. Yeah, you just give him a couple extra bucks on the tip line. You're missing what I'm saying here. You're giving him less than the spaghetti cost, and in that 90% of the spaghetti, the tip is kind of already in, built into that too. So you're paying 40% more than the spaghetti. Huh. Forty percent of the spaghetti. <laughs> Too many numbers, Bones. You lost. Them. Okay, well, so but the answer is no. No, you, want you can. Free. I mean, unless you write me an article saying how great I am and you're a big fan, still probably not going to. An article? Tip you, you want a story on the back of the? Yeah, thing? I want it. Oh, do, 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 do. but I'm probably not going to tip you more anyway. Doesn't matter. It's all about the service. I don't care about a note. Uh, let's get this voicemail from Patience in North Carolina. Hey, Bobby, and good morning, studio. I have a morning corny for Amy. Why doesn't Garth Brooks shop at Home Depot? Because he has friends in Lowe's places. <laughs> y'all have a great That's day. Good. Love y'all. Lowe's, hardware. Friends in Lowe's places? Yeah. yeah. Hey, guys. What? Guys, I think Amy did I've that one. I've done that one. I did it like last week. Yeah, oh, you did. I like that Pretty one. Pretty sure. <laughs> I forgot about Amy's. I think it was her delivery there. <laughs> okay. I like her delivery there. All right, let's have one more here. This is from last night as well. Bobby, I am in a huge predicament. We are going to Nashville before meeting the rest of my family in knoxville turns out you are playing at the opry the night that we're supposed to meet the rest of our family big question should we miss one night of the family vacation to see you and the raging idiot please help thank you when you say meet your family like for the first time ever and if the answer is no you should come to the opry <laughs> and watch eddie and i play totally yeah if meet means you're just bumping into them again to have another vacation forget that yeah okay i still need to do that yeah watch us at the opry baby come on uh, by the way eddie will be showing up doing a little mini appearance we'll do a few songs at my comedically inspirational show which those tickets go on sale friday at bobbybones.com or cmatheater.com and you can go and get tickets for August 12th or 13th. It's it's half Tony Robbins, it's half Dave Chappelle. I just compare myself wow. to, to Tony Chappelle. That's quite the contrast, too. Well, that sounds like somebody from <laughs> Sopranos. I don't know, but it's my comedically inspirational show. Hope you guys come. Tickets on sale Friday if you want to come to that. And yeah, Eddie and I are playing the opera even before that. All right, that being said, let's move along. This is a special Scotty McCreary version this is Dang Straight that he recorded just for me, and then into the real song. This one's for you, Bobby. Dang Straight, you're killing me, man. You know I've always been your biggest fan. Now I can't even listen, because I'll get to missing her, then the hurt gets worse. 
dang straight I used to love your songs But now every time that one comes on My heart gets broken half But do I wish I could get her back Dang straight Dang straight The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Tyler Hubbard is joining Keith Urban and Ingrid Andrus on the Speed of Now World Tour this fall. He joins them on September 3rd in California. Tickets for the tour are on sale now. Carrie Underwood is basically a human jukebox. She talked about always having a lot of songs in her head. You know, I have a, a music library in myself, all the things that I grew up listening to and my parents listened to and like I I feel like I could hear a song a couple times and it's forever in my bank, in my library. Reba McIntyre talked about the one thing she's had to change since relaunching her tour. COVID pounds uh, did not want to go away. And so it took me almost the three months to get back to my original March 2020 weight. I'm Morgan. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Eric Akers was driving to his job in Bend, Oregon, a beautiful part of the country, by the way, and it breaks down on the side of the road, goes up in smoke, and he's like, man, I think that's the end of my car, but I still got to get to work. And he starts walking and walking. He walked 33 miles to get to work. First of all, what a long drive to work every day. Yeah. And people who can drive that far, I meet them, like, yeah, I have an hour and a half commute every day. Like, wow, that's crazy. I don't know if he got to work on time, but then the news, his boss went to the news like, oh, my gosh, this guy walked and worked 33 miles. They did a story on him, and a family saw it. was like, man, we got an old Honda sitting out back that we don't use anymore. Called up the news, said, hey, can you connect me with them? They met up, handed him the paper, said, it's yours. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It also shows you how social media feels like we can connect with anyone regardless. Because back in the day, you wouldn't watch the news and feel like you'd get a hold of anybody. But now because of, hey, it's all the story in the news, you know people are just literally one connection away from helping or hurting or whatever you want to do. And they call the news and got them. I mean, they probably could have searched them on Facebook. Yeah, anything. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I like that. Out, got a hold of them, hand them the paper, said, here's your new car, man. That is an amazing story. Good for those folks. They have their name out there? Uh, yeah, they are Chris Arison and all. Yeah, yeah, Arison yeah. Big fan of the Arison <laughs> Yeah, the Arison and his wife. They <laughs> right. wanted to help. There you go. Great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right, fill in the blank. Amy, before I die, I want to blank. Before I die, I want to blank. Go ahead. I would like to go on one of those Alaskan cruises or just... I want to go to Alaska in general because I've never been. But my mom, before she died, that's what she wanted to do, and she never got to. So it's now on my list. Yeah, Alaska seems like it'd be cool. We had a friend who just went up there. It's just a long travel day. I guess that's the only reason I'm back. <laughs> Other than that, though, it seems doable. It's, it's beautiful. And I'd want to go when it's daytime the whole time. Oh, right. Because our, our friend Rod oh, yeah. went, and he was like, yeah, it's 11 p.m. I was playing golf. And I was like, that's so cool. That is cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, the cruise thing scares me. I feel I, I feel like I would go on a cruise— and then I would be sick the whole time because I get so seasick. And some people have said it's not like when I went on the boat on my Nat Geo TV show. But still, I'm like, I don't want to spend that money and then get out there and be miserable the whole time. They say the big boat doesn't rock as hard. 
That's what they say. But I don't need it to rock that hard to make me sick. Like, I'm getting sick thinking about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. Like, I get motion sick in an elevator. Yeah. But, yeah, that would be cool to go on one of those Alaskan cruises. Did you guys do that lunchbox in your honeymoon? Yes, that was uh, – we went – yeah, my my aunt gave us a cruise, and so we went – and I wasn't going to go out where I couldn't see the land, so I went Alaskan cruise, and we were the youngest people on the boat by about 20 years. <laughs> but it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. You said you weren't going to go somewhere where you couldn't see the land? Yeah. Like that I'm, scared you to just be water? I'm scared to go on a cruise like where you go out there and you're just in the middle of the ocean you can't see land. What about in like a when I went on one of these small fishing boats, we went out. No, can't do that. I mean, almost, see, almost 100 miles. No way. See land. You can't see land. You can't do it because if the boat sinks, you can't swim to shore. What about an airplane when you can't see land? If you're so That's ocean? why I've only been over the ocean one time in my life. What are you talking about? I've been to Greece. Yeah. That's it. That was my honeymoon. I've never done it. That was the only time, and I've never gone back. Because if we crash, yeah. I don't want them. I don't want a shark to eat me, and I want someone to be able to find my body. This is called something. It's called th- thalassophobia. Mm-hmm. Lunchbox has thalassophobia. What, what is the, 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 I think it's where you eat your hair. Okay, because you know I'm, I'm going to tell you what. I, I'm not doing it. That's why we had to go to Alaska, but I'm so glad I did because it is amazing. All right, Eddie, before I die, I want to blank. The opposite. I want to sail to somewhere in an actual sailboat. Like a sailboat with sails. I don't care if it's too much just, work. What, what do you mean? Talking? Why, oh, not get, why not rent or have somebody rent one of those boats with an engine and do one of those? I call it a yacht. I think the sailboats have an engine just in case, but I'm not talking about just me. I want a crew and we're going to go to, let's say, St. Thomas or the Virgin Islands and we will take. Oh, you off. want a crew to sail for you? Well, yeah, I'm not going to. Dude, I don't know what I'm doing. Are you kidding me? I'm okay. going circles. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So you want people to sell you to yeah. an island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems too slow to me. What do you mean? Even if it took a week, oh, dude, in that boat and yeah. letting the wind take you, that'd be amazing. All right. Uh, okay, lunchbox. Before you die, you want to blank. Run with the bowls. In Spain? Yes. Wow. Water? You, you have to fly over water. I, I know. That's See, that's the problem. <laughs> that's the issue. Guys, I've seen that for years on TV and thought always that looks so Amazing. Would your wife let you do that? Yeah, I think she would. She'd be terrified. But I think she would let me do it because I've always said that is something I want to do. So the running of the bulls is an event that involves running in front of a small group of bulls, typically six, but sometimes ten or more. They are let loose on sectioned off streets in a town, usually part of a summertime festival. Yes. In the last day, there's a couple news stories because it's been happening. Spain's running of the bulls, one person gored. An American among three people gored at the tents running of the bulls. Guess what? You just got to be faster than that one person. No, that's not true because there are six bulls. Yeah, a lot of bulls. So I got to be faster than six people. Guess what? I'm faster than six people. Well, no, that's not really just the case because they could pass up some people on the side. There's really It's like a, oh. when you're riding a bull. The reason it's so hard is because it's not predictable at all which way it's going to go or how hard it's going to go. And with all those people running, you know, you could trip and then, bam, you're done. That's true. But I, I think that's fun. I mean, for you, running of the bulls, if you want to do it, I think you should go do it. I mean, that is something I've always looked at and been like, that looks so amazing. But I think if I did it, they'd be like, all right, go. I would just take like three steps and then jump on the fence. But you could say you ran with the bulls. You did it. Mm-hmm. Like you took those three steps. You I'd be stood. like, get a picture quick because I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. Man. Uh, okay. I had made my list when I saw this. Uh, before I die, I want to see colors. Oh, man, because you're colorblind. Yeah, and I've, I've tried the glasses so far. They've made all these glasses, and they don't work for me because my right eye, I have, like, between 3 and 5% vision, period, in my right eye. It's never worked my whole life. And then I'm colorblind in both eyes, which is really mostly just my left eye. 
but any of those glasses don't work on me. So I would like for them to be able to do some sort of stem cell type stuff in my brain to have some vision in my right eye and then see colors. I think you think so that's cool. possible before you die? Yes, I do before I die. And I've been in and I know some really good LASIK surgeons who I've worked with as far as getting friends, uh, yourself included, LASIK. And they say it's not my eye that has the problem, it's my brain. There's mm. an under, underdeveloped part of the brain that's uh, with vision. And so it would be like stem cell type stuff to be able to fix that. And so I would like to see colors. That'd be cool. We'd want that for you. My color blindness is dark colors. And once any color hits a certain darkness, it all looks black to me. Except for I can see red a little deeper, which is why I have so much red and I can almost match reds. So, so what do I look like to you? Um, you know, just you look like a. Am a, I dark enough? You look like a, Swi- a Swiss guy, really white. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, um, I would like to uh, get a hole in one. Oh, that'd be okay. awesome! But that's not something I can just go do. No. It's something I just got to keep, you know, working at, and then not die. How's that? No. Well, I know I get to be my. That's list. legit. Yeah, but if we get to do, like, genie gets wishes. <laughs> I want more wishes. If I get to pick. If before I die, I want to not die. Yeah, not forever. sure about that one. Uh, okay, there's our list there. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So Lunchbox says he's back with SPF, which I thought he brought us some sunscreen, but no. What's SPF? Is the Sunburn Protection Foundation. I hit the beach, and I walk up to random people and let them know, hey, I'm here for your help. You need some help getting those hard-to-reach areas. I got the sunscreen, and I got magical hands. Okay, this is is, is crazy for sure. Okay, so Lunchbox is on the beach. This is at your vacation. This is my vacation. Set the scene. Where are you? So I'm walking down the beach in Florida, and there's this lady. She's really tan, probably late 40s, pretty darn good looking, and she's just on a towel by herself, no, like, shade structure. So I'm like, man, she needs some screen. Some screen. Oh, yeah. never heard that. So what about you? What do you look like? What are you wearing? Uh, I'm wearing no shirt, no shoes. I got a hat on, some sunglasses, and I got my blue swim trunks with pink flamingos on the front. And let's roll. Here is the first clip, Lunchbox, as part of the Sunburn Protection Foundation, going up to strangers saying, let me rub, let me rub some of this on you. Excuse me, how you doing, ma'am? I'm part of the SPF, the Sunburn Protection Foundation, and we specialize in... Hard to reach areas, so like if you got your lower back, if you uh, didn't get sunscreen, if you need to help, I'm here for the job. <laughs> Are you? Appreciate it. I never wear sunscreen. Oh well, that, that the sunburn protection foundation—that yeah. is not a good idea. You sure you don't need any help? I don't believe. I don't believe in sunscreen, but thank you. Though. Oh wow. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. That, okay. All right. Well, if you if you need anything, you let me know. I'm, my, these hands are magical. <laughs> I do feel like though that. You should be able to say your organization without stumbling through it. Yeah. Well, as I started saying it, she picked up her towel and tried to start walking away. Oh, she did? Yeah, she was trying to... That threw yeah. you off? Yeah, it threw me off. I was like, well, why, why is she so caught off guard? Also weird, she doesn't believe in sunscreen. I mean, hey... Maybe it's the chicals. Or she just made that up. Now, you ever seen good. a leather couch? I have. That's what her skin looks like. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Like, I mean, it was... Ooh, it'd been, it'd been in the sun. I mean, everybody had shade structures, and she is the, just laying on a towel in the middle of the beach at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Woo, getting toasted. Now, remember, he's focusing on the hard-to-reach areas. Right, yeah, right, right. That's, right. that's the key. so creepy. That's so creepy when you said to people. All right, like, what areas next? would be those? Like? Yeah, for me, what would, be the, what would you do on me? Well, probably your mid to lower back is probably hard to get uh, yeah. because you can't really get your hands back there. Maybe your shoulders. I don't know because I can't yeah. touch my shoulders, so I need help there. Or somewhere on your lower legs, you can't reach down. What about that, that spot that's like? Right where the swimsuit is, like the, the waistline. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Like, like women, you know, if they're wearing a bikini... They can't get it right there at that line in the middle of their back, and so you got to help them with that. All right, here is the next one. It's uh, a guy and two ladies in their early 30s out sitting in the sun. Yeah. Excuse me, guys. Hello. 
I am from the SPF, the Sunburn Protection Foundation. Yep. And I just want to let you make sure you guys are... Yes, uh, I have 15 yeah. through 50. And you really yeah. work for that? Yes. We're good on the FPS, honey. Are you sure? I'll just make sure because your back's starting to look red. I just wanted to make sure you didn't need oh, any no, reapplying. You know, you know what? If no. you need me to hit your shoulders, you no, know... No, no, no. We're good. We're good. You sure? Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you, I mean, thank you. You can yeah. hit my shoulders. Yeah, oh. see? There we go. All right. That's All right. There we go. Look at that. Mmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You are getting red. Wow. I told you. I don't give no. a. Doesn't that feel good? Doesn't that feel good? Yeah, it does feel good. Yes. What is happening? And it's not. And this is all professional. Very professional. Whew, it's prime time. You guys be good. You need some, my man? No, I'm good, bro. All right. Like in a friend way. No, no, no. We're good. We're, we're good bro. Okay. All right. Cool. Thanks, man. That guy was gonna kill him. I like that he goes. Mm, yeah. All professional. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Feels good. Ooh. <laughs> that guy wanted nothing to do with you. No, he was giving me side eye like, you better get out of here. And they both did. I mean, the girls kind of like me. Was he jealous that you were going to rub the <gasps> girls? Yeah, I do think he got a little mad when like, he was like, no, we're good, homie. And when that girl goes, you can hit my shoulders, his look was like, excuse me, he can hit your shoulders? And then, I mean, I tried to get him afterwards like, see, I did it to her, I can do it to you. And he was... He put his cigarette down. I was like, all right, I got to go. <laughs> Here's one more. Here's two ladies under a blue canopy in their mid-50s. Excuse me, ma'am. I'm part of the SPF, the Sunburn Protection Foundation. And I just wanted to let you know we specialize in hard-to-get areas like middle back, lower back. I'm all covered. Are you sure you don't need my expertise? I do it for a living. I'm 100% You sure? I'm 100% positive. Okay. Thank you. Because, I mean, sometimes your friends let you down, and I'm here I'm here to save the day. I'm all right. You sure? I'm positive. I mean, sunscreen. I mean, I mean, the knees are looking red. Oh we can get goodness. behind the knees. You know, the shoulders get you. I'm all good. You sure? I'm positive. Oh, my God. Okay. Give it up. Yeah. Give it up. Thank you. How many oh, times she say that? You sure about that? You sure about that? <laughs> I'm positive. I'm sure. How about now? I'm positive. I'm sure. You think she want me to just leave or what? How do you feel when you do this stuff? I mean, I'm laughing to myself inside. I'm just going, man, these people think I'm crazy. You don't go, I'm embarrassed. No, it's hilarious. It is so funny. Like, to me, it's just like to see them squirm, it just brings me a smile to my face, but I can't smile because I'm professional. He sounds like a serial killer. It's professional. Mm. <laughs> oh, how does lady like that? Yes. It's professional. <laughs> All right. Well, good to hear that the Sunburn Protection Foundation is still hard at work. Yeah, out there saving lives. Out there saving lives. <laughs> We're going to file this into something I just don't get because I don't drink and I never had a scotch, although I'd like to. Like People that drink scotches, that looks cool. Like, I like the drinks where you put it in a small glass and there's only a, just a tiny bit of it. Mm, that's that, scotch. That, that looks cool. Yeah. You got a small glass, you got just a tiny bit of it. It's not like you're going to a rager and you got a keg. You don't do a keg stand on a scotch bottle. No. Like, it's so classy, just like small and small. You would hate the taste of it, though. Oh. It, it's so strong, you would hate it. I hate the smell of beer. Yeah. I, I think I would hate the taste of beer. Like, alcohol just smells bad to me. And I would like to drink it. And I don't want people to be like, oh, he doesn't drink. No, no, no. I'd love to drink. <laughs> It'd be awesome. I just can't. I know I can't because if I have one, I'm going to yeah. have 1,000. An unnamed collector just won a bid for a rare cask of scotch. Cask, huh? That's what it's called. That's a, a big cask? barrel. I guess. Uh, for the scotch, it's a 1975 by Ardbeg, Isley Bay single malt. And paid 19 million bucks for it. Whoa! I'm not even sure if I said all those words right, but I just can't believe you'd pay 19 million dollars for basically a barrel of scotch. That's what it is, and it's from that Ardberg Distillery 
And again, almost 20 million bucks for that barrel. I don't, is it like buying property? Meaning you buy property for the most part, if you buy a house or any sort of uh, building at all, it's just worth more in three, four, five years regardless, right? They say that's the safest investment. And so if you do that, is that like, but you can't accidentally drink a house. That's right? what I'm saying. Yeah, you yeah. can't consume the house. Yeah. Here, you're going to drink some maybe, of the Maybe, but maybe scotch. you're not. I'm wondering if you don't, does it just appreciate? Yeah, that's a good question. And since it was from, what did you say, 1977? 75. Or 75, so I guess you can hold it for much longer? You know, is if it- I'm paying that much for scotch, <laughs> uh, Stegosaurus needed to drink it. It needs to be that old. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's crazy. It's only from the, that's from when, like, Eddie was a teenager. No, 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 it's still older than me. Oh, it is? Older than oh, me. Okay, all right. The Bobby Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So if you have an old friend that you haven't talked to in a while, reach out to them because a recent study shows that old friends appreciate when people reach out. So the main takeaway from this is maybe text, call, or email one today. They're going to love hearing from you. Yeah, I saw the story and it made me reach out to somebody that I hadn't talked to in probably a few months. And I was like, hey, because I was thinking about them the night before. I was like, hey, just thinking about you. Uh, We ain't seen each other in a while, but man, I hope you're still killing it. And he was like, hey, let's go to dinner. And so he doesn't live here. So we planned to go to dinner. And so, yeah, it was good. I The story just kind of inspired me. And I hopefully maybe you hear this. And you should go, I want to reach out to an old friend or to somebody I haven't spoken to in four or five months. Because sometimes I get that text and I'm like, cool. I yeah, like that is it. cool. But sometimes I forget to reply. What? I know. And they're like, hey, just thinking about you. And I'm like, I need to get to this when I get <laughs> off the air. And then I forget. Oh, I'm man. like, oh, man. Uh, all right, what else you got? Now, most people think it's okay to ban kids from your wedding. So, Bobby, do you think it's acceptable or unacceptable? I think you can do whatever you want at your wedding. It's your wedding. If you're having a party at your house, you can do whatever you want in regards to that party because you're paying for it. A wedding's just a party where two people are stuck together after that forever. <laughs> you know? Right. It's a big – yes. So, if you don't want kids there, just say, no kids allowed. And maybe it's a wedding where everybody's naked. And you don't want kids to be there wow. for that. Yeah. You know? Um, <laughs> yes, it's a party that you pay for. You get to make the rules. So I'm definitely okay with it. So Luke Combs has been getting a lot of parenting advice lately. And one thing that he keeps hearing a lot of is get a night nurse. But he just cannot get on board with that and wants to handle the nighttime baby stuff all himself. And well, with his wife. Yeah, no chance. If I have the option, I want a night nurse for me and possibly the baby. (laughs) For everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And isn't this the case with people who just haven't had the baby long enough? At some point, don't you like welcome a night nurse if you can afford it? Mm Mm-hmm. I would take one, too. Yeah. Wouldn't your recommendation be, Eddie, with a lot of babies, if you can afford one, get one? I get the whole first baby thing, like, oh, no, I want to be connected with my child. But, man, I have four kids. (laughs) If I can afford a night nurse now for all of them, I would do it. Put them all to bed, please. I don't even know that you need a kid for the night nurse. I'd like to just simply have a night nurse for me. Where if I wake up and I'm like, my mouth is dry. Water. Nurse! <laughs> you push a button. Yeah. How annoying would that be? Now, an, oh. Let's normalize adult night nurses. Oh. Uh, all right, Amy. Hi, Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A family in Alaska had given up hope on seeing their dog again. Lulu was an older golden retriever and she had wandered off and It's very wintry in Alaska for most of the year and dark for half of the year. And so they were like, dang, we lost her. Well, three weeks after she went missing, a construction crew saw a bear in a bush, a small bear. 
And they were like, all right, back away. Because if there's a small baby bear, there's probably a mom bear somewhere around. Yeah. So they're being very careful around this bush because there's a bear in it. And they get up to it and realize it's not a bear. It's the dog. It's Lulu. It's Lulu. So <laughs> Lulu, the dog, elderly, pretty bad shape. She'd gone from weighing 80 pounds to below 60. She was dehydrated, dirty. Her fur was all matted. But they got her to the vet quickly. And they say Lulu's going to make it. And that's awesome yeah. that she was able to survive out there. Um, so in the construction company is going to pay for the vet bills because the family's like, we don't think we can afford all the work that Lulu needs. Wow, that's really So cool. they've stepped up and they're paying the vet bills. You know, I was thinking about this with my animals. It's so hot in a lot a part of the country and animals are getting sick or getting dehydration or heat exhaustion or burnt feet because, because we can't talk to them. We don't really know what they're feeling. And so think about it. If you're walking your dog and you're on pavement or concrete, like if you wouldn't put your feet on it, don't walk your dog on it. And sometimes you just have to think about, oh, let me feel it first. So that's a thing. And then two, this has nothing to do with the heat. I'm so sick of dog food companies that have canned wet food not putting a little spoon in the bottom of the lid. Because you know how you get ice cream and the, or a snow cone? You peel the lid off and they got one of those little spoons in there. Yeah. Uh-huh. They should do this with wet dog food because you got to go get a spoon or a knife to get it out of there. <laughs> Every stick, time. And it's disgusting. <laughs> so they need to put some sort of cheap... <laughs> Even wooden stick in there. It's not a bad idea. Because I'm like, okay, great. Because Eller, our, the dog we adopted, she won't eat her dry food, and she won't for weeks. And so we're like, let's find different ways. So I'd mix a little bit of Stanley's in there, and she'd eat some. So we're like, let's try some wet food. And so she'll eat the wet food, but I get, got a cracked can. And then it's, I try to sh- shake it out, and it's, <laughs> and it won't come out. It's disgusting <laughs> exactly smelling. exactly what it sounds like. Then too. I got to go get a spoon and dig it. Then I got to wash the spoon. <laughs> they just need to put some sort of stick in there. To pull it out yeah. like they did the old school ice cream. And why they don't do that, I have no idea. And you can have the idea. If you're listening right now, Purina. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm jotting it down. You're going to invent it? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Stick for dog food. <laughs> <laughs> now I just got to get good dog food. Anyway, that's the situation. Lulu is alive. That's awesome. Yes. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right, let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. What do you call a belt made of $100 bills? What do you call a belt made of $100 bills? A waste of money. (laughs) (laughs) That was the morning corny. You know, it's a waste of money, though. Like, I had paid for these online magazine subscriptions to, like, three different magazines. And they were like, for $4.99 a month, you can subscribe. And so I was like, yeah, that sounds great. I'll be on my phone reading magazines. And I've had it for like six months. And what happens is on a- Apple, it'll say, hey, we're going to renew your subscription. Or we just renewed your app. So I just actually bought six more months, but I canceled it immediately. <laughs> I don't think I ever looked at it twice. Oh, that's not good. It's the dumbest thing. Talk about a waste of money. Those subs- The magazine subscriptions on my phone. Huh. Because you- I get- most of this crap I can see on the internet anyway. And they're like, no, stuff you can't read just for free. A week later, it's free. (laughs) So that's a waste of money there, too. All right, coming up in a second, inside the mailbag, we got a whole situation where is this okay or is it kind of lame? I'm going to read you an email. You tell me the situation. And we're going to play Bobby Bone Show trivia coming up in a second as well. Let's go over and talk to Spencer, who lives in Austin. Spencer, welcome to the show. How are you this morning? 
Hi, I'm doing awesome. We're going to play. Thank you for calling. We're going to play Bobby Bone Show Trivia. If you win, we will give you a $50 Sonic gift card. We will also give you a signed Stanley the Dog in his first day of school book. And let's throw in a Beanie Baby. What the heck? Nice. I got like two bags of them. They're just sitting back there. So, the array of prizes for you, Spencer. Are you ready to play? Oh, that's so awesome. I'm super ready. I like her energy. She sounds normal. Yeah, I like her energy. This Not is stalker good. level. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you know about the show? Have you been listening for any period of time? I have. I've been listening since I was probably like, I don't know, in eighth grade. <laughs> I love the show. I listen every morning. Um, I told some people to tune in this morning to listen. <laughs> I'm like really excited. All right. Well, here we go. <laughs> I have eight questions here. All you have to do is get, let's say, four right. Uh, you get to pick the number, though. So pick one through eight, and I'll give you the question that's listed there. Number seven. Number seven. All right. Who is Amy's all-time favorite country artist? Oh, Amy, I love you. I think it's... Um, Dawn, I'm going to take a guess and let me guess with um, Brad Paisley. Uh, that is incorrect. Now, Amy being from Texas, growing up in Texas, Amy's uncle worked on his ranch uh, near San Antonio, and she saw him as a kid. It is George Strait. I feel like that was a softball. Yeah, yeah. I don't think she listens to the show. I've known that. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to go down the questions here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, Spencer, who on the show is a twin? I think I, I think it's Eddie. Mm. Eddie and Freddie. Yeah. Eddie and Freddie, my twin. Yeah. Uh, that, that's incorrect. That no. would, yeah, yeah, it's a bad day. Uh, that would be Raymundo, <laughs> our audio producer, Ray. Ray, tell me the story about your twin. Uh, yeah, so we were born at the same time in the same <laughs> womb. <laughs> I was scheduled to be the second born twin, but I jumped ahead of my brother and ended up being born nine minutes ahead of him. He lives in Michigan, I live here. And the interesting thing God. is, they, they don't, not that they don't look alike, because that happens, when because you guys aren't fraternal, what do you call it? We're fraternal, we're not identical. You're not identical, thank you. He's like really tall. Yeah. And Ray is not. And they don't talk. And do you guys talk at all anymore? We text. He's not a talkative guy, so that could be the reason. Yeah. So there you go. All right, next up. What country artist do I always say is pound for pound the best guest on our show? Like when they come in, they're just always the best guest. And they come in semi-frequently. Oh, man. Now I look like I don't even watch the show. I mean, listen to the show, and I do. I'm so bad. Oh. Um, okay, maybe Penny um, Chesney? Mm, incorrect. No, that's wrong. That's wrong. Oh, that's man. wrong. That would be Jake Owen, who, when he comes in, always something. There's always something. There's nothing else to say. There's just always something. We love Jake Owen as a guest on this show. And, okay, well. How much are you sure? Right? Well, I just wonder if she thinks she's on the Delilah show. I don't know. <laughs> Darn, yeah. that sucks. Okay. I, mm, thanks for letting me... No, no, we're, we're not, not done. done. We're you still have a chance. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, we're not done. You can still get four out of five here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what college is Lunchbox three credits short of getting his degree from? Come on. She has no idea. Oh, I know. Lunchbox, you're right. I, oh, darn, y'all. This sucks. It's not Harvard. No. Oh. I'm from, I'm in Austin, so I'm going to say UT. UT, you're almost there. It's got two letters. UTSA in San Antonio. He's three hours short. 
of getting his degree, and he will not go back and get it because why? Why? Why would he? Right? Yep. Look at my career. Look at his career. We did have another meeting about the show. That's what I'm talking. No, you are reading my mind. Two days what ago. What show? What show? The show. My that, reality show. That oh yeah. We've been developing. Recreated. Where Lunchbox goes back to college as a freshman, and I'm his advisor, and I tell him what to do. <laughs> like literally, <laughs> yeah. I was in my kitchen the other day. I was like, man, I wonder if that TV show. We had a meeting happen. about it two days ago. Yeah. And when do we start shooting? We don't. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> it has to get to some. We're not really there yet. But the idea is pretty well liked. We just kind of got to figure out some more stuff. <sighs> Man, I love it. I'm about to get paid. That's not how that works. What? The first season of a show that you beg for somebody to pick up is not a big, big payday. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. What's the name of Amy's cat? Go ahead, Spencer. Can you name Amy's cat? Oh, um, it's <laughs> uh, so embarrassing. Um, uh, Amy's cat is gonna be. No, I don't know. Yeah, just, just guess a name of, yeah, a, of a cat. Any name at all? Um, let me say. Right. Okay. Bingo. Bingo. Yeah! Wow! Bingo. I can't believe she got that. Wow! How did you know that? Is that yeah. yeah. Wow. How'd you know no that? Way. Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. She does listen to the show. That's Gold right. Dude. She does. Uh, next up, what month were both Amy and Eddie born? Just say she got it right. It's March. Just say she what was that? What month were both Amy and Eddie born? Both Amy and Eddie born. Yeah, what month? What's their Amy month? And Eddie, Amy and Eddie were born in May. Yeah! yeah! That's Great awesome. job. Wow. Okay. Now you're on. Now you lost your nervousness and you're nailing it. Right? Yay. Okay, good. Um, on my arm, I've got a bunch of tattoos, but on my right arm, I've got HH and PH tattooed. Um, you don't have to know exactly what they what the words stand for, but what are HH and PH? Just to say she's right. HH and PH. Yeah. Like what are um. you? You don't have to say what the letters stand for, but I have them representing something. What do they represent? Happy, happy. Uh, yeah, that's the first know. one. It's, it's happy, happy. Yeah. yeah, happy, happy. <laughs> uh, We're going to give her that just for happy. Yeah! Okay, that's good. All right, she, she needs to get one more right. Hey, what's the name of the John Mayer song that I say is the first song that ever spoke to me as a person? Like it was written from a place where I go, wow, that song, that's, that says what I'm feeling. What's the name of that John Mayer song? The John Mayer song, um, is it Gravity? Gravity, that's yeah! it. Okay. 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 Well, you did it. You got four. That's it. She won the prize. Yeah! Nice awesome. Yes, yeah. Spencer, thank you for being such a big fan of the show. Yes, thank you guys so much. Yeah. This is awesome. I wish I won. I wish I answered more. Yeah, well, you got four. No, you did great. Yeah, you did great. That's it. You won the prize. She wins a $50 Yay! Sonic gift card, a signed Stanley the Dog in the first day of school book, and a Beanie Baby. She really crushed it there. That was awesome. That's awesome. All right, Spencer, stay on hold, and we'll get you your prize, okay? Okay, thanks, guys. All right, put her on hold there for a second. There you go. All right, and she is now... Waiting for her to be put on. Yeah, she's on hold. She missed every question. Uh, is that legal? Every, wow. uh, you know what? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I was confused. <laughs> Maybe by, we, uh, by the way, HH and PH are my mom and my grandmother. It's not happy, happy? Ha- nope, not. Okay. Uh, Amy and Eddie were both born in March. Uh, let's not see. Stop, stop this train is the John Mayer stop song. Stop this train. Not gravity. It, Amy's cat is not happy. Yeah, happy? I don't even know that one. I don't even know she what said she bingo. said. She said oh, bingo. She said bingo. It's Maggie. You guys don't even know that. I didn't know that, know that one. I had no idea. <laughs> All right, well, she got... 
No. We did not pre-screen her at all, did we? To see if she knew anything. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Did I ever update you guys on that couple that we were like, he's married. Don't don't meet him for the show. Because what had happened on this show was... We had, I don't know if it was maybe a mailbag, and she had written in, and she said, hey, I'm I'm going on a date with this guy, first date. We're flying to your comedically inspirational show. That's right. 
And so we go, well, that's uh, good. Like, we like love, but you've never been on a date with them. And you're going to fly across the country to go on a date with them? And so I said, just give me a sign if you're in danger. Give me a sign if you're safe. And so they, I met them. At your show? Yeah, I brought them backstage before the show. Hung out with them. They were as nice and normal as could be. How was the uh, chemistry, though? Yeah. I mean, did that seem normal? Well, I kind of pulled her aside, and I was like, <laughs> I said, blink twice. <laughs> Everything good? Yeah. And so, but, yeah, I forgot to tell you guys that. I even have a video with them. That's cool. That I took on my phone where I was like, hey, guys, let's do a video so I can show everybody else you're not in danger. And he's not married. It's great. So that's that update that I forgot to give okay, you. Okay, good. So here's a similar story. A woman flies across the country to meet a date which is here. Her name's Samantha. She revealed she booked it. She went. They had only met on FaceTime. The first night they met, they met at his house, went for a little food, and then apparently he took a nap. Like, she was staying with him because she flew across the country, and he decided to fall asleep. Uh, she decided to fall asleep and take a little nap, and then he peaced out. What? Says she got ditched while napping. Yeah, see, that's kind of the risk you take, huh? So she was just in his house, and he was so gone? So they met at his house. They were at his house. They went to a brunch. And again, she says, I flew all the way across the country. When I woke up from a nap, he was gone, and I couldn't find him. So I guess so. Because again, what are you going to do? Just move into the house? No, yeah. you eventually leave the house. I wonder what he saw or what he experienced to like say, you know what? I got to get out of this situation. Samantha said she tried calling him numerous times, but he didn't pick up. Their mutual friend gave him a ring, and he answered with loud music booming through the phone. He responded, no, it's a family emergency. Huh? At a club. <laughs> he went out. Uh, that's from the New York Post, but that is a wild story. But again, the version that we did on this show ended up pretty, I don't know if they're still together, because that show was a few weeks ago, but I forgot to tell you. Yeah, that's great. They were, super the nor- they were super normal, and, and sometimes it doesn't work like that, and they're not super normal. But they were super normal and cool. That's good. I'm rooting for them. I hope they get married. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> no pressure. Uh, things we buy but we never use. I have a list here. These are things that we spend money on, and I'm going to read them out. And there are probably instances where we're going to do this again in the future, but let this be that warning. Don't do it. In your head, when you're about to buy a souvenir on a trip. Oh, yeah. And it yeah. says the name of the place because you're like, I just love this place so much. I got to get this crocheted sweater that says... Topeka. Yeah. You know, when that's happening, you're only going to wear it probably once and that's it. What I will do now is because I know I, I never use this stuff again unless it's a mug, which it goes in the mug drawer. And then, you know, I don't drink coffee, but I do this magnesium <laughs> and water drink to help me sleep a little bit. I'll see it occasionally and remember Topeka. Oh, so a mug good is good. <laughs> or if I'm buying a shirt or something, and this even goes at like a concert. If I'm buying a shirt, I will buy it one size oversized so I can then cut the sleeves out of it. Or wear it like when I'm traveling or sleeping. Right. Because I'm just not going to wear that shirt a whole lot unless it's like my main people. Like unless it says Kenny Chesney, slow songs only, (laughs) I'm probably not going to wear, you know, but that's my favorite, Kenny Chesney slow songs. Uh, Here you go. Souvenirs, cookbooks. Now we have cookbooks, but they are decorative. We have decided that the couple of cookbooks we have that were gifted to us as legitimate cookbooks and maybe one that we bought ourselves. We now have assigned them to the decorative category. So they go in places they never get open and they sit there and they look cool. Mm-hmm. And we know it. We don't guilt ourselves anymore about having cookbooks we don't use. Now, back in the day, cookbooks were legit, but now with the internet, you just don't really need them. It's called a YouTube. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's called uh, filing cabinets. 
And I bought a little filing cabinet once, and I was like, I'm going to store all my stuff away. <laughs> I had one, too. Yeah, and I was like, this little silver one had two shelves. Not just one, had two. There's like two things in there. And, and it's just old, like, warranties that uh-huh. I don't even know if I bought. It's like a warranty to a flashlight. So filing cabinets, home exercise equipment is on here. You got to be really careful with that because do you know how many treadmills ages 23 to 35 that just ended up being a place I hung clothes? That's right. Two or three. They'd be like, but this treadmill, you can look at a mountain while you tread. I'm like, well, that'll probably keep me running. And it wouldn't. You have one now, though, that you use. I do, and I actually use it. And I use it enough that I don't feel bad about it. And it's pretty good. But my wife also uses it, so when I don't, you know, she will turn it it all the way up as far as, like, the it's like a ramp. The incline or whatever? Like a, Yeah, it's almost, like, straight up. And she will walk on it for 30 minutes straight uphill on, like, her off days. Because she goes pretty hard. And... I tried that, like five minutes in, I'm like, uh, uh, <laughs> walking. And so, yeah, we use that, but you got to be careful because many times I bought one, especially when I was single. Another thing is, a, I, I thought, I'm going to get a pool table. I'm going to be a pool shark. I'm going to walk into it. be like, oh, I don't know much about pool. Seven, ten, split. Boom, ta, ta. Well, one, I never walked anywhere with her pool tables. And two, I never played it. I had a pool table, and I was like, eh, I'm good. So it, it, it became what a cookbook was. Oh, yeah. Decorative. And then it also, it was half cookbook, half treadmill. So it was decorative and then also hung clothes on it. I've seen people, I've gone to people's houses where they have pool tables and there's just crap all over the pool table. That's what it is. That's what it ends up being. Uh, planners and journals, uh, pet trinkets. We're not talking about toys and snacks, like a minion's dog costume. You're like, oh, he's going to look oh, great in this. so dumb. So those are things that we spend money on that we don't really use. I think I mentioned um, already online magazine subscriptions. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm really going to get this. I'm going to get uh, Bulldog <laughs> Weekly and Golf Digest. And I'm going to read it every week. And I never looked at it once. So the next time you think about buying one of these, just let the little angel on your left shoulder, that's me, go, hey, psst, you don't need it. Yeah. You know, it, you're going to get a, a shirt from here in, <laughs> Iowa, in, I, in Iowa City? Okay, cool. Make sure it's got a cereal box on it and get it one size over, over cause, so you can wear it to sleep or cut the sleeves out of it. All right, there you go. Those are the two stories I wanted you to hear. Time for what I feel like is the most important segment of the day. These are your big stories. Bobby's Big Stories. A financial planner studied wealthy people and what they do on a daily basis during the week. And basically, the conclusion they've come to is what multimillionaires all have in common. Most wake up when it's still dark outside. The majority worked out in the morning. They built relationships constantly. They spent several hours on the phone discussing various ventures each week. They had multiple goals that they constantly talked about or written somewhere. And they talked to a parent or a mentor at least once or twice a week. And lastly, almost all of them had a therapist. So that is from CNN. Those were the factors that once they looked at all of them, they noticed that those were the most common things. They're not saying you have to do any of those, but if you were to go, all right, what's the little Venn diagram of the circles where they all kind of match? It's those things right there. Now, Lunchbox, I know that you are just dying to be a millionaire. Yeah. It'd be, your, so it'd be your dream. I feel like I do a lot of these already. Which, which ones? Uh, I wake up before the sun comes up. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah, for, right, for the show. Yeah. I work out before in the morning. I ride my bike to work. Boom. Does that count to save the gas money? That's I mean, his transportation, though. It's not a workout. I mean, it's, is my heart pumping? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
I, I talked to a mentor that, you know, has business advice. Who's that? You. Every morning. Every morning. Okay. That's not every bad. single morning. Okay, go ahead. I talk to my parents almost every single day. Oh, every day. I hear them. <laughs> I mean, that is pretty good. Talking All right, about you're one step away, buddy. Different ventures. So, I mean, I'm almost there. Do you have a therapist? No. Eddie does, though. I do. Eddie hey. Is- I can get you in contact with my therapist. He's really cool. I don't think I need one. Better help. <laughs> Better help. I mean, I'm doing I pretty do. good on my own. How's that going, by the way? It's doing great, man. It's really good. I met with him yesterday. They turned you into a millionaire? No. That's not, that's not what he's looking for. No, no, no. no. Oh. We're dealing with other things okay. first. <laughs> so, do you, you do uh, video? Yeah, it's a video chat. We do it on uh, t- Mondays or Tuesdays, whichever one's easier. And uh, it's about an hour. It's great, man. It's good. Honestly... Sometimes I feel like I'm just talking to a friend, and maybe that's just it. Like, for the first 20 minutes, we're just catching up, and it's cool, and it's like, all right, what do we want to work on today? Okay, question. Like, do you have, like, weird music playing? Like, when you go get a massage, they have that soft music? No, like, no. It's just a you chat. you think it's like an erotic therapy I, session? I, I, <laughs> no. I don't know. All right, I'm, I'm going to fix your brain and... <laughs> He's picturing like Enya. Like, no, Enya. it's not. This is what happens when I go into mine, and I've had mine for a while, which is an in-person. Again, we sit down and just kind of catch up. And usually what happens is what I'm catching up about or feeling comes out at some point. It's like a, a it's like a red, like you butt, you busted a finger. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, I see that now. This is, we should talk about this. Yeah. Unless I go in immediately and I'm like, all right, I need to talk about Eddie today. That's kind of how I went into it first. Like, hey, I want to talk about this and fix this. Now it's like, all right, hey, that's getting better. So what else is going on? And then we just chat about things, movies we saw. It's kind of like how songwriters will write songs. You we sit in a room and first half hour can be just talking it up totally and then eventually you go oh that's interesting okay uh you were born with two wieners okay let's write that (laughs) (laughs) great song it's a weird song but yeah uh by the way this is not a commercial but if you want as eddie's doing if you want uh you know better help you can go to betterhelp.com slash bones for 10 percent off your first month betterhelp.com slash bones 10 percent off uh, Only Murders in the Building has already been picked up for a third season, which is a great show on Hulu. I think I watch it. Eddie watches watch it. it. Uh, there's nominated for a ton of Emmys yesterday. But the question is, what's one show that keeps you on a streaming service? Because I would say Hulu and Only Murders in the Building, for me, that's what we watch over there for the yeah. most part. Uh, Hulu. Anybody watch Hulu? And what show is it? I have Hulu, but I just watch it for sports because that's the only way I can get live sports. You don't have cable still? Mm-mm. Okay. Lunchbox? I have Hulu, and I have What We Do in the Shadows. It's about vampires. It's like a vampire mockumentary. <laughs> Hilarious. Then don't make fun of people that play stuff like uh-huh. Dungeons and Dragons. No, 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 no. no. And- They're making fun of yeah, vampires. Okay. It's hilarious. Uh, what about <laughs> Apple? Apple Plus? Uh, Ted Lasso was 100%. the only thing I watched there. Ted Lasso. But Severance is the best show I've seen in forever, and it's on there now. Uh, Netflix? Coco oh. Melon. Oh, for the kids. That's I mean. true. Eddie came to my house and was like, hey, can we turn on Netflix? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, sure. What do you want to watch? He goes, we just, will you please just put, put on Cocomelon? Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like a cartoon that flashes different scenes every six seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it's like, doom, 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 it's doom. crazy though. It just grabs the child's eyes and they just watch it for like 30 minutes straight. Uh, Amazon, The Boys, which is a great show. I have that. But anyway, uh, Only Murders in the Building back for another season. Uh, Chuck Norris's grandson's been kicked off this reality show for cheating. Now it's called Claim to Fame. And it is a reality show where one of the Jonas's, Kevin and his brother Frankie Jonas, because Frankie's related. And it's like all these people have a celebrity relative and they don't, it's a secret. You're trying to, you don't know who their celebrity relative is. Oh. Right. And so, but Maxwell Norris, the grandson of Chuck Norris, smuggled a phone in. 
And so they caught him and That's kicked him off the against show. against the rules. It's against the rules. Now, if I'm being completely honest, I've also smuggled a phone in somewhere before. Oh, that's right. When I went on Bear Girls with Caitlin the second time, and you can see this episode on Disney+, Plus, and Caitlin and I did it together before we got married, they don't want you to bring phone or headphones, but I just bought a brand new pair of those Apple headphones, the headphone headphones. And so I was like, oh, man, I'll, and I know what it's like. You have to stay in the woods. It sucks. And you're just out there looking at the sky. And so I was like, I'm taking these with me. I'm taking my phone. I'm taking my headphones. And I put them in my backpack, smuggled them in. And at one point, they drop us off this cliff into this water. And it goes right to the midline of the back. And I'm on my tippy toes. I'm like, oh, no, don't get them wet. Don't get them wet. <laughs> and they're like, wow, you're really crushing it. You're going so fast. And Caitlin knows that I have my headphones on my phone in my backpack. And I'm just trying to keep them from getting wet. But the crew was like, you crushed that, man. And inside, I'm like, I got a new pair of those Apple Beats, buddy. I ain't trying to get these wet. But they never knew how to phone. And then when I got out there, obviously there was no signal. And I didn't well, save the I didn't save the podcast. I only like had it up, so I couldn't even listen to it. <laughs> that's dumb. Yeah, stupid. I'm stupid. Uh, that's from Yahoo. Let's see. The Wisconsin Lottery launches a scratch off featuring Luke Combs. So the Wisconsin Lottery's partner with Luke Combs for a chance at winning ten thousand dollars. And so it's a Luke Combs scratch off, mostly because of uh, scratch off. Yeah. Uh, when it rains, of course. The Hooters. Parking yeah, lot. Yeah. A scratching ticket named Hooters. <laughs> Pretty much. That's how it goes. Right? I, what's the sing the melody? Mother in law. Ray, can you turn the music down? I can't go melody with that music playing in the background. Yeah. I woke up and scratch, scratch off, off ticket. ticket. Got a scratch off, off ticket. ticket. Did a scratch <laughs> off ticket. <laughs> That's it, though. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Fun fact. Scuba, do you want to reveal this? We actually pitched Lunchbox. We did, yes. For a scratch off. Stop! For his Stop! Hold on, hold on. Let's do this Stop! Let's do yeah, this. What's up? What's up? Let's. Ray, can you. Are you, uh, he's so excited. I don't want to. I don't want to put this just in this bit. Then this is a big, big announcement. Next bit. Okay. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh, he's pumped. Next bit. All right, we'll be back. No, we're not. <laughs> we're not going to with the stories. We're not Play going to commercial. Uh, from from country now. Uh, Luke Combs got his own scratch off ticket in Wisconsin. Does he get good money for and that? That's pretty cool. Like he won the lottery I on that. Some, but I don't know about. I don't know what's what's good money. Not a million bucks or anything. No. Okay. But I'm sure it's. Pretty good money. Like, what's the grand prize? He said ten thousand. It says it's the Luke Combs living lucky. It went up to ten thousand dollars instantly. So he got more than ten thousand. I would imagine. Yeah, man. He won the lottery. That's pretty cool. To do nothing. To do nothing. Get yeah. his face on there. Uh, the world's greatest places in 2022. Uh, Time has shared the list of the world's 50 greatest places of the year. So let's go. In the U.S., they have. You're gonna listed. do all 50? No, no. Oh. no. Can you imagine? <laughs> I do it just to filibuster lunchbox before we. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, Portland, Oregon, awesome. San Francisco, yeah, pretty cool. I like San Francisco. It just costs so much. And it's cold. Like all the people, all our friends listening in San Francisco right now. Like I would live where most of you live, right outside of San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. It's so expensive, man. Uh, Miami, Detroit, and Park City, Utah are the, those in America. Others outside of America: Toronto, uh, Jamaica. And then some other place I never even heard of. So you can check it out on the t- at time.com if you want to see it. Let's see. The Mega Millions jackpot. Nobody won. So it's now up to 480 million bucks. I know. But you spent uh $200. You did spend that? Yeah. And you did not win. Did you win anything? $36. Okay, so you then you lost a hundred and oh boy. No, I won 36. Mm-mm. 64. You you lost $164. If you want to look at it that way. I invested one I, I invested hundred or two hundred dollars, and I got thirty six dollars back in return. You started with right, so you <laughs> okay, and uh, you're not getting any more. Hey, so that's it. It's uh, happening again, though. I hate to tell you, 
This Luke Combs thing, you didn't read all the details. What is it? Uh, three people are going to win an exclusive trip to a Luke Combs concert in Nashville, Tennessee, and one of them is going to win $500,000 at the concert. Oh. Also not at the, on the scratch-off. That's why it says the scratch-off's only 10000 but they can win half a million at, yeah. at the concert. Yeah. <laughs> so this, awesome. this is what he was doing while you were doing your other stories. <laughs> yeah. Like, I didn't even pay attention to your state story. I was like, let me read about this Luke Combs lottery ticket. <laughs> Boys, we got to go to Wisconsin. Well, we do have an update about We've been pitching you. Well, you want to go now? All right, let's go. <laughs> or you want to wait? Let's wait. Dang it. The largest <laughs> K2 comet will fly by Earth. Those looking forward to the full supermoon that hits tonight might also get to see a comet. Uh, so be looking up. I never see this stuff. That's tonight? Mm-hmm. From travel and leisure, the comet's coming. It's called a C. 2017K2. That's a good comment. I'm all about it. As big as it is, it's not likely to be visible by the human eye, but if you have a telescope, you oh, can catch it. well then forget it. But it's tonight. Okay. It says likely, though. You Who has a the- telescope? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I haven't <laughs> had them since I was a kid. I don't know. <laughs> I want to take this call from Rebecca, who lives in Oklahoma, calling us for a little bit of advice. Rebecca, good morning. Good morning. What do you have for us? We're happy to help. Okay, so I'm going to a concert in Ohio in September with a guy that I've never met. Okay. Before. I, which, what what concert is it? So it's a a, a triple headline um, metal concert. Oh, let's go. Because if she would have said Michael W. Smith, I'd have been like totally safe. <laughs> Based on the music. Yeah, totally safe. <laughs> but it's a triple header metal concert. Hey, how hard is the metal? Where though? did you meet this guy? Um. So we met over social media. Mm-hmm. And but how? I mean, did he see a picture of you and just slide into the DMs? Did you guys have a lot both like a certain pay? I don't know what happened. So we both like a certain band, and we kind of just started talking and bonding over that and over our concert experience. Can you tell me the band? I feel like we're being like, like hiding the band here. So it's Blackville Brides, Motionless and White, and Iceman Kills. Yeah, I, you spoke Rosetta Stone. To, I don't know that I don't language. Know those, did yeah. you say Iceman Kills? <laughs> Will you say it slow so I can totally be freaked out by the names? Um, Black Veil Brides. Black Veil Brides, okay. Motionless and White. Motionless motion, and motion White. Motionless and White? No, motionless. Motionless White. And yep. White means dead, basically. Okay. Motionless and White? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's crazy. And I- I'm freaked out by having you on the phone right now. Okay, go ahead. Hey, can you pull up a song by Motionless and White, Ray, that doesn't have any bad words? Go, go ahead, Rebecca. Um, the last band is Ice Nine Kills. Ice Man Kills? Okay, see. Ice 9, like the number 9. Oh, Ice 9 kills. Okay. So you mm-hmm. two are going to go and watch these three bands together. Um, mm-hmm. and, and you haven't met them yet. So what is the question that you have that I can help you with? What What do you do? you think this is a good idea? Uh, okay, so. Should I meet I, him first? I, I think a concert, a public concert, aside from these bands being something I don't understand because I'm not into metal at all. And all of the band names scare me, much less I've not heard anything they do. <laughs> um, I think a concert, a public outdoor concert, is a great place to actually meet someone for the first time. Because if you're around other folks, there's only so much stabbing you can do, you know? There's only, so that's it. Now, if you, he was like, hey, we're going to go watch Motionless White Killer or whatever the name is. <laughs> and then we're going to stay at my house after and let's go to my house first before we go out to the show, I'd be like, that's, that's kind of freaky. Yeah, because no one's there. Because no one's there. I think it, What's this? Motionless and white. Let me hear this. Hold on. So far, I like it. It's not bad. Yeah. 
I mean, the words are weird, but I like it. That's not metal. That's not too heavy. That's like, like death metal. Mm-mm. Does it ever turn to that screamo stuff, Rebecca? Sometimes. Yeah, turn it up. Let me hear a little more of this. I've heard this before. It was called Linkin Park. It does sound just like <laughs> Linkin Park. It yeah, really does. That's, I've heard it, yeah. It had a different name 10 years ago. <laughs> Um, okay, so I think you're good. I think to meet somebody in a public place for the first time is awesome, honestly. And that's all. I just wouldn't go anywhere not public until you feel completely comfortable. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. So Thank feel, you yeah. so much. And listen, you can always tell by their internet, you know, pictures. How, you know, you, you can get a good feeling if they're a weirdo or not. <laughs> can you? <laughs> Some, yeah, yeah, mostly I can. How long yes. have they been chatting? Since, like, March. Okay, that's a you're, long time. Yeah, you're good. Go have a good time. Stay in a public place. Motionless and white, not so bad. No. Yeah. Better than I expected. Yeah, me too. All right, have a good day, Rebecca. <laughs> you too. Thanks, guys. All right, see you later. Uh, we need to update this story. News update. This just in. Lunchbox loves the lottery, so our goal was to have them be in a state, any state. We've been pitching to everybody. Any state to be one of the scratch-off ticket people. Oh, my goodness. Let's go. Everything from do the commercials. <laughs> yeah. To let's be, go. To be on the oh, ticket. Could like you Luke imagine walking into the convenience store and you see me on a lottery ticket? Oh, that would be incredible. I never knew that was possible. Let's go. So, <laughs> Scuba Steve, can you kind of walk us through the process? Like, how long ago... Did you start with this idea of getting Lunchbox on a ticket or on a commercial promoting the lottery? What I noticed, he had just had this obsession with the lottery. I'm like, this is the guy that needs to not only have a lottery ticket, but hopefully win one one day. So that's where we kind of took this idea and went to several different states that we are popular in with our show. So over a year. I mean, it's been over a year you guys have been working on this. Man, you've been grinding. Scuba, I like it. I like it. And so basically, you just need to be famous in the area Especially like Wisconsin has Luke Combs doing his. Yes. Doing that one. We just need somewhere where people like Lunchbox enough to be the face of the ticket. Correct, yeah. Okay, so how did the calls go? So of the 50 states that we have here in the United States of America, two of them are interested. That's good. Hey, all that's you need good. Is that's one. good. Yeah, all you need is one, exactly. 25%. All you need is, do, we want to, do you want to say the two? I can just say, yeah, one of them is Texas, which makes sense because yeah. you guys were based in Let's Austin go. at one point. And then Kansas. Oh, yeah. That's where I was born. Let's go. So... What is the update on? <laughs> <laughs> it, it would be a scratcher, and, and we would do, like, my lucky numbers. No, no, you, you, don't do that. Just be happy that, that you could possibly be on oh. anything. Don't start putting rules on games you don't own. Okay. Yeah, lunch that gets you in lucky, trouble. I was going to call it Lunch's Lucky Numbers. Why would you call it Lunch's, though? No one knows who. Oh, Lunchbox. Lunchbox yeah. is. No, no, no. So, Scuba, where, does, where is that now? So, there's different versions of the pitch, but the basic basics of it is just getting his own scratcher but it could be as big as where he's got like you know life-size cutouts of himself in the gas stations holding his lottery ticket wow. i love it i It'll love be a it. limited release and if it does well it could be a permanent staple in their lottery system oh my gosh people would flock to the gas stations people would drive from states over just to get one the grand prize a haircut <laughs> <laughs> you need one that's rude no no that's what the person wins <laughs> 
I need one too. I can use it. When will we know something? Um, it, it, the last time I had contact was about a, a month ago. So a month? What are we? What it's, are we doing? It's slow. You can't force people into making decisions on the things that they own. Exactly. Like, for example, this Luke Combs song's been out for a while now. It's over a year. Think about that. Yeah. yeah when so it rains, it pours. Been out year. for probably two years. Yeah. yeah. That's it. On a scratch, so we will let you know. We didn't oh want to tell you. Oh my gosh! We wanted to tell that you that is awesome. Nothing about it. That song's yeah. out in 2017, by the way. <laughs> we wanted to tell you nothing about it because we don't want to get your hopes up and then crush you. But everybody's been working pretty hard to make it happen for you. That is so cool. I'm gonna text my wife. Wait, we don't. <laughs> Here we go. It's not happened yet. Well, why don't you just? Tell her later. I'm going to get my own <laughs> scratch off ticket. The last time he did this, he was getting a movie role. Uh huh. Yeah. You remember that? Uh, yeah! I texted her. Okay. That is so crazy. Uh, the top five TV shows with the most Emmy nominations, because it came out yesterday. Just wanted to see if anybody watches any of these shows. Uh oh. At number five with 17 nominations on HBO Hacks. And I watch it, it's good. Yeah, it's good. I watch it. It's loosely based on Joan Rivers, very loosely. Okay. And the woman from Designing Women, who that's how I know her, is that comedian. It's her. It's her life of being old and killing it. And they're like, yeah, you're kind of too old now. She has to kind of figure it out again. Number four, Only Murders in the Building. Yes. I watched that on Hulu. It's yeah, really I good. Too. Except for the occasional bad word, it's a pretty wholesome show. <laughs> yeah, it's oddly sure. so wholesome with an occasional F bomb. And you're like, it, you wish there was a version you could just go mute the F so kids could watch. Because uh-huh. Martin Short and Steve Martin are so funny. They're so funny. They're so funny. Number three, HBO's White Lotus. I never watched it. It's a good one, dude. Really? Yeah, it's really good. And it's one season, boom, you'll love it. Number two, Ted Lasso got 20 nominations for the season, which I thought, is this season three? Right, Mikey? It was two. It was two. It's two going to be three. Uh, Three is the final one. Can't wait. You know, I thought that two was really good than week and then got good again at the end. I didn't think it was as good as one, but one hit me from a spot where I wasn't expecting it to be good, so it left a bigger impression. But still really good. Got it. It They're probably rewarding season one with this cycle. Uh, And then finally, Succession got 25, which is a great show. You guys love that one. Yeah, and we watched the first four or five episodes. We're like, this is not for us. But we hung in there. By the end of the first season, which we invested a lot because everybody kept saying it was so good, we hated all of our friends because they told us to watch it. We're like, this is so (laughs) stupid. This show is not good. Oh, oh, it is good. It is real good. Yeah, so we love Succession. Uh, That's the number one. Squid Game got 14 nominations. It is the most ever for a foreign language show. So many nominations here. How did Breaking Bobby Bones not get a nomination? It's not on there. If they're just passing out okay. crap. Huh? Look, look further down. It's not down there. Let's see. Uh, no, there's Kid Rock's YouTube channel. Oh, oh did, you, did you check? <laughs> I and I didn't get one. But Breaking Bobby Jones. That's not on there. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, thank you. If you guys want to call us, you can eight seven seven seventy seven Bobby. Welcome to Five Hundred Greatest Songs a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. 
There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I saw a picture of Kim Kardashian, and she's on a beach, and it looked like her butt was smaller. And Kim Kardashian has a, a voluptuous uh, bootay. Yes. And I asked my wife, I was like, hey, what happened? And she she thought that she had taken out her... Uh, Implants? Bo- yes. Like her, she's like, I think... So that happened. And I thought to myself, well, what about all those people that were mimicking her that also got the same procedure done because they wanted to have that? And all of a sudden they're like, uh-oh. I have this, and what, it's not cool now? I didn't know she got implants, so she got implants She denies make- she has implants. Okay, well, regardless, the Mike, would you look that up? I do believe 
from what I have heard, that there was some uh, boot. A- additions. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, there's a model who spent almost $600,000 on surgeries to turn herself into Kim Kardashian, oh. and now she's having to pay another $120,000 to get out of that because she's trying to change some of the looks. Now, think about that. She spent $720,000 on surgery. And part of that is to lose some of what she spent the money on yeah, that's surgically. Crazy. Uh, here we go. In 2016, after years of denying that she had her buttocks cosmetically enhanced, Kim admitted that she did have butt injections. So, yes, she oh, did. Oh, injections. Whatever that meant. So, the rumor that Kim Kardashian had butt implants is as old as time itself, but none, it just keeps going on. Um, there are be- some good pics. That being said, there were pictures on the beach and her butt was a lot smaller. But then it was like a lot of people will emulate these stars and do what they do and get the surgeries they get. And then what if they change their butt, though? Mm. And all of a sudden, you're like, dang. It's like when a ball player changes numbers, you bought their jersey. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Even just when they change the teams. Yeah, except like, like oh. that one doesn't hurt as much. Like physically, it doesn't hurt as much. You just got to go <laughs> buy another jersey. Uh, Michigan Lottery Club wins $1.8 bucks after playing for 20 years. A Genesee County Lottery Club won $1.85 bucks after playing it. They've been playing it for over 20 years. The crew... They want to be anonymous, and it doesn't say how many. Like, I'm always interested in how many people, and they say four, five, six. They're kind of floaty around on how much. So max six people. So six people, 1.85. Mm. That's pretty good. good. Yeah. I mean, that's they're each going to have, so 18 divided by six is? Three. So they're each going to have, if it's six, you know, 300,000 bucks or so. That's pretty that good. Could be us, guys. I'm telling you, this could be But split us. in half, they're going to have two 10. Okay. Yeah. This could be us if you guys would dedicate take them 20 yourself. years to win. But, okay. And their odds every single time they lost did not get any better. Your odds don't get better the more you play. I understand, but if you show dedication, if we were as a team and we would do this every drawing, you never know what could happen. And we could be in the news just like this, but you guys want to come in. Oh, jump in, jump out, jump in. We jump do out. it for fun, not because we're trying like, to actually invest our money to win money in the lottery. You show what de- you always say you got to be dedicated. Not show to lottery, up. not in a game of luck. I think you'd Jeez, be better at being dedicated and playing craps or poker because you could actually learn those odds and play depending on it than you would playing the lottery. <sighs> All right. Uh, flight attendant mistakes Simone Biles for a child. Oh, she shared a story where Simone Biles on an airplane and she just saw her and was like, hey, would you like a coloring book and crayons? And it's Simone Biles, an Olympic gold medalist, <laughs> one of the greatest to ever do it for America. I've met Simone because she did Dancing with the Stars. Oh, yeah. She's probably four foot seven or four foot eight. Okay, that's little. Yeah. And you would think she was much younger and without like when you see her face and you talk to her, she's obviously an adult. But just by how tall she is, you think it's. A child. Or maybe not a child. You think it's a young kid. Well, if she's wearing like a hoodie or something, you know, where you can't see her face or whatever, you probably assume like, oh, that they're little, so that's a kid. She's 25 years old. Uh, and then another crew member delivered her an alcoholic drink. Oh. Can you imagine you see them take like a whiskey? <laughs> wait a second. You're like, second. wait a minute. <laughs> but yeah, she's she was really nice. But I can understand how someone at that height could be confused for a kid. Pretty funny, though. A woman buys a $7 thrift shop purse, finds 300 bucks inside with a note. She gone viral because she shared the story. She bought, I mean, I, I think probably the story here is she bought a coach bag for 7 bucks. Oh, not bad. I mean, bad. more than the $300. That's a steal. But she said she bought this bag 
for $6.99 at the Salvation Army. She was going to clean it up, and inside the bag was an envelope with 300 bucks in cash. The previous owner, who signed the note Martha, stated she carried the bag around every day after her husband's mistress left it in her house when she got home early one day and surprised them. Quote, I have three children. They will give my things to goodwill when I die, so I'm putting their inheritance inside all of my favorite things. <gasps> Quote, I came home early from a visit to my parents' house in Connecticut. She must have left quickly because she forgot her bag and shoes. I carried it daily. I'm giving it away because my kids don't want it, so go buy yourself a new bag. Wow. Wow. That's, That's from the New York Post. There was some pain she went through before she For died, sure. too. And then a little bit of, like, that story has just lived and sat there until someone found it wow. and now it's being shared. And I think I'm going to do a couple voicemails before I get to this call. This is Brenda in Mobile, Alabama, who left us a voicemail last night. I am calling about the pre-sale for the B-Team for your show. I went on cmatheater.com, entered the pre-sale code, and zero came up. Nothing. No access to anything. So I was wondering if there's a pre-sale at all. Uh, she sounds angry. Uh, yeah, it's not until today. Oh, she was a day early. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't know the code. The code goes out today if you're on the B-Team newsletter. And so the real the tickets go on sale Friday. But yeah, there's nothing right mm-hmm. now. You went to the store before it opened. Yeah. And you looked oh. in and you're like, Where is, why isn't somebody in the store? <laughs> They're not ready They're yet. They're not open yet. Yeah, but today is the pre-sale and Friday tickets go on sale uh, for my shows August 12th and 13th. Would love it if you come. Uh, here is Megan from Austin. So yesterday, my husband and I just found out that we're pregnant. And we haven't told anyone yet, but I couldn't keep it a secret. And so I just had to call and tell my friends. Anyways, wish us luck. Ah! <laughs> First, good luck. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, she told us. Yeah, secondly, I hope Megan is not your name. <laughs> hope you use a fake name. Because they're going to recognize your voice. I mean, if I were listening to this and I heard my friend Megan, who lived in Austin, on the radio, I'd be like, you're pregnant? So, congratulations. That's it's really awesome. Uh, quickly, let's go to Wes in Mississippi who wants to say something. Hey, Wes, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Hey, good morning, Bobby. Morning, studio. Morning. Hey, so I had a question in regards to uh, Lunchbox and his lottery ticket. So, I'm wondering if you guys have looked into whether or not he will actually be allowed to play or win the lottery and if he's not allowed to, which is more important, having his own lottery ticket or being able to play and potentially win? Yeah, that's a good point. And for those who are just listening to the show, we finally, we've been working on this for over a year. Scuba Steve been really heading this, but we're trying to get Lunchbox his own scratch off. Like, you can scratch Lunchbox's butt, and it's him, and whatever <laughs> it is, right? Scratch off ticket. And we told him today that two states are mildly interested. No, more than mild. Don't say mild. Texas and Kansas. And so as we talk and hopefully negotiate with them, he's like, oh, I cannot believe it. But this is a great point because you probably wouldn't be able to play while you were on a ticket. Uh-oh. I wouldn't be able to play that ticket, correct? No, no, no. no, no. Not the Lottery. ticket, but I would think – I'm not sure. I think maybe you could still play the – I don't know, though. We have to find out. But let's say they say no lottery. No lottery for one year if you're going to be on this scratch off oh, man. for 90 days. Why, what do you why, do? See, why do you do this? You guys, no, this could be a real scenario. Yeah, yeah so what do you do? I, I, I really, I would have to talk this. I, I mean, this is this is going to take time to think about. I have to. What listen. is your instinct? <laughs> that tell them to kick rocks. Who's them? The lottery. That Which I'm ones? A, the one that wants to put me on the ticket. So you would play, and not win, and who cares? Over getting your face on a scratch. That's the. 
Well, Vaughn's because he's thinking he's win- he's going to win the big one. The and there's no heard. chance to win the big one if his, his face is on a lottery Okay, ticket. I got it. I already know it. Got I'll it. tell him, give me the ticket. I want the ticket. And I will have my neighbor play okay. the lottery for me. That's crazy. It would be easy for me. I'll set out the lottery to get my face on a scratch off. That would be I, awesome. It's the easiest. That's guaranteed money. It's the easiest. Yes, that's more money. I don't know if you're going to get paid for it. But that's the <laughs> easiest money that, that's cool for the rest of your life you remember that. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's a good hey, question, Wes. I appreciate that. And if we get to that point, we'll address it. But it's a good problem to have if it happens. Absolutely. And my wife is super pumped. We don't have it. <laughs> I text her and she goes, OMG, that is awesome. <laughs> oh, boy. We told you they were mildly interested. Mm. And you told your wife you have it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Wes, thanks, buddy. Have a good day. Yep. Thank you. You All as right, well. See you, man. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Manhattan, New York. Three women were out to dinner, and they've been drinking, eating, when they ask for some extra sauce. And they say, oh, you know, for extra sauce, it's $1.75. The women lose it. Mm. They start trashing the restaurant, throwing things. One waiter got hit in the head with a plate, (laughs) got a cut on his eye. They caused $20,000 worth of damage. Wow. I would have loved to have been there for that and recorded that. Just to watch it? That would have gotten a lot of views on TikTok. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That would have been a good one. Wow, they must have really been wasted. And probably, like, rich and snooty and used to get in their way, right? It has to be, but yes, they were all intoxicated, and it was around 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. 4 a.m.? Dang, dude. That's not a Waffle House? <laughs> no, it was uh, Ludlow Street Bell Fries on my- Manhattan's Lower East Side, whatever the heck that means. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day. I was looking at Elon Musk's tweet, and he's like, hey, we shouldn't have liked a president over 69. There should be an age limit. I've said it for a long time. We shouldn't have a president that can't watch a toddler. Like, I think that should be the rule. If we put a toddler in the room with you, could you watch that toddler for 24 hours? Do you have the energy, the capacity? Can you, do you have the, if you can't, nope, you can't run. That's funny. Because, and I get it, the president now is old, Trump's old. We shouldn't be electing anybody. If we have to worry about that specific, just that number, driving. Oh, <laughs> I agree with them. I, I don't think you should be able to run. Now, if you turn 69 or 70 in office, let's say you're 68. Great. You know what? You got in just under the wire. I am such a big believer in we won't allow a 12-year-old to be president. Why not? They're the too age, young. They're too young. The yes. ages. And what happens with us, our, our brains, we develop – we grow. We don't, we're not all there as the kids. And slowly we get to a point, and then we have it until we don't, and then it goes backward. And then we start to lose it as we get a lot older. Right, we turn into kids again. Yes. Ever seen Benjamin Buttons? Ever heard of it? Yes, yeah. great movie, dude. Exactly. So, yeah, I was with them. I, I, I agree. Now, listen here. Age of inauguration. Biden, 78. Are you kidding me? Trump, 70. Reagan, 69. William Henry Harrison, 68. He's the last. He's right at the line. What? But, the, but three of them, Biden, Trump, and Reagan, all were so old. I didn't realize that. <laughs> Set basically 70 when they go into – and you, ha, you have to be able to do all of this different kind of stuff. So I'm total pro that, and I've insulted both parties, and that I'm okay with. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, nothing wrong with being fair, as <laughs> long as you insult everybody equally. But, yeah, we shouldn't have a president be that old. When they're that old, do they go to bed like at 6 – have like, to. like old people do. I don't they're know. They're the president. That, they got I, late meetings, Yeah, right? are they ever actually not in bed, even when they're up? <laughs> Aren't they always kind of half tired and half yeah. asleep? 
Uh, so saw him tweet that. Who do you think, by the way, is the youngest president to get inaugurated? John F. Kennedy. No. Go ahead. Barack Obama. Uh, you're both wrong, actually. Oh, so John F. Kennedy was second at 43 years and 236 days. I got second. Barack Obama was 47 and 169 days. The youngest was actually Theodore Roosevelt at 42 years, 322 days was his inauguration. Wow. So youngest, Roosevelt, Kennedy, Clinton, Ulysses S. Grant, Obama, and Grover Cleveland. I didn't know that. A little fun fact for you today. <laughs> All right, that's it. Thank you guys for being here. Let's go over to Morgan. Morgan, what's on the podcast? You all share the things you want to do before you die. Yeah, it's pretty. It wasn't morbid. No, it was fun. Yeah. Something to look forward to. And you guys are lucky I didn't put be on the air in Atlanta as one of mine. Because <laughs> I've been told that for like 100 years and it still has never happened. <laughs> not happening. Oh. But I thought I'm not going to do that. So it didn't make the list. Mm. Yeah. What else, Morgan? <laughs> Lunchbox tried to put sunscreen on some strangers. Mm-hmm. That's weird. <laughs> it was weird. It makes you feel like this. Ugh, that cringe feeling. Yes. Yes. And? And Amy got an email about Lunchbox that we had to address. Yeah, that's true. All right, that's it. Hey, do we put this segment on the podcast where we talk about what's on the podcast? I no, like we, that. No, we, we usually cut that part, yeah. We should leave it in because it's just, uh, what is that, Inception? It almost feels like that, where they're hearing about what they already heard. <laughs> if, you, if you like that strategy, then I'm down for it. Let's try it. I think it's funny. I never get that far on the podcast. Usually in the podcast, if I listen back to the show, I get to the part where I'm like, Hey, everybody, welcome to the show. Turn it (laughs) off. Turn it off. Didn't mean to click that button. Oh, I hate that guy. Uh, All right, we're done. Check out the podcast. Search for The Bobby Bone Show wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, That's it. Goodbye. See you tomorrow, buddy. The Bobby Bone Show. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. The danger they endured. They said my head should be cut off. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star starting May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see 
see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.